Hey everybody, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective on Nintendo Power Magazine. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always is my co-host, Mike. Hey. And John. Hey. You're you're joining us for Volume 70 from March of 1995, and we have NBA Jam Tournament Edition on the current cover here. This is a bottom quartile cover, I would have to say. Like, I'm not I'm not a fan of this cover at all. Yeah, they have the alternate heads for the bulls. So the mascot heads, the bulls and Hornets. Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. You got the teams right. So, it's, yeah, instead of... It's like the mascots are playing basketball, which aren't part of the game, funnily enough. But instead of... I mean, I guess they really couldn't put, like, NBA players, so... But, it, yeah, you've got... An, like an ar- accurate, real-life-looking bull instead of Benny the Bull, which is a perfectly good mascot for Chicago. <laughs> like, they could have <laughs> used the mascots, like, but no, they have this, like, weird, real-life-looking bull thing. <laughs> and The Hornet is terrifying. Yeah, it's tongue- it has a human tongue for some reason. It's like Jeff Goldblum from... The Fly. <laughs> the, the Fly, yeah. <laughs> the bull's no, he- nose looks like... The bull's like, nose looks like E.T. No, Jeff Goldblum from Life Aquatic. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like... But mascots normally don't have human arms like these do. Yeah. And the perspective is all weird. So it's it's sort of like they were hanging the camera above the court and it was like a tip-off. <laughs> Jesus Fuck. Christ, sound like you followed through. <laughs> Oh, I think I a little vomit. Yeah, yeah, vomit there, was, there was some. Jesus, there was a bit. There was a bit of a chunk to that one. To clean out that, the microphone after this. Ugh. Oh, that's like a mouth shard. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So I think it's supposed to be a jump ball, and you're kind of looking right. at it from the ball's it's perspective. A t- it's a tip off. Well, above the ball, like. Yes. But yeah, it's just the perspective is all just kind of odd. The Charlotte Hornet is really creepy because you're looking like down his forehead, even though he has his tongue sticking out for some reason. <laughs> but hey, why'd you lick the ball? Well, what's kind of funny is like he's got a hand between his eyes. So yeah, well, that's like the what the part of his like I don't know his hornet. hair. Yeah, I the guess. flies hair. They have hair. <laughs> the I don't think it's hair. hair. I think it's supposed to be like a body feature or something, but. Like his foghorn leghorn appendage. Well, it's kind of odd because all right, so sh- so Michael Jordan owns the Hornets now. So like, did they know something that we didn't in nineteen ninety five? They like they predicted mm. like you got Michael Jordan's Bulls and the Hornets. I mean, I think I think they knew something. I think uh, and and we got and we got the Looney Tunes characters playing basketball in this issue. Space Jam confirmed. Space yeah. Jam two. Woo! Half Life three confirmed. <laughs> anyway, Space Jam confirmed. Uh, yes, it came out fourteen friggin' years ago. But yeah. So, uh, what else do we have? We have uh, Speedy Gonzalez, Metal Warriors, Hagane, Hagany, Hagane, Hagane. We're seeing this. And we've got <laughs> okay. some uh, a CES report about Star Fox and Virtual Boy. Uh, and new Epic Center. The adventures begin, whatever the hell that means. Well, I give them credit for being ahead of the game on Epic. Like, I don't think... Epic Epic was, what, 2005, 2006? Like, that was the catchword, mm-hmm. right? Did yeah. we see this lunch lady before? 
Okay, Mike's, yes. a new ed. Mike's ahead of no, the Mike's it. ahead of the game. All right, let's go. For once oh, in our lives, let's talking, go with it. I thought let's you were talking it. about the table of contents. Nope. I thought nope. I was trailing behind. Woo. All right. No, we've seen the lunch lady ad before with the meatloaf thing, and then after that, we have an advertisement to call the one nine new one nine hundred number to uh, pay Nintendo Power for tips. And uh, let's see here. So it's a Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country themed advertisement. It says Kremlin catastrophe. Get help. Call Nintendo. And you got Cranky Kong. He's got a couple of lines here. Hey, y'all bet there are some other games you could use some help with too. Now get back out there and smash some Kremlings. Ninety-five cents a minute. Wow. There's yeah. a mul- and there's a multi-quest service from AT&T. What the frig was that? Multi-quest service? Yeah. It's in the bottom right corner. AT&T multi-quest 900 service. Mm. US long distance service provided by AT&T. Jeez, what are you reading through the Hubble telescope? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the How did he catch that? that? Jesus Christ. Oh my god. What is that text for ants? Anyway, I got glasses. I might as well use them. <laughs> you like your face against the screen? Or are you no. watching this on like a big screen TV or something? I'm watching it on a regular size monitor. I just have observant abilities. Mm. I see. Powers of autism combined. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they talk about the coverage here. Table of contents. They say NBA Jam Tournament Edition Metal Warriors Speedy Gonzalez. Tetris and Dr. Mario, Hagane, The Incredible Hulk, and Bubsy 2, and then for Take 2 reviews, which we learned are actually previews, Uh, The Ignition Factor, Top Gear 3000, Jurassic Park 2, Looney Tunes, uh, B-Ball, which could mean one of two things, or uh, Artie Lightfoot. And then they also have, coming up probably in the second half, I'm guessing, is the Nintendo Power 94 Award nominees. Which we will, think which we will vote and, and be judged against. So, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I guess the, take, that the idea of the take two is B-ball. that they want to pull reviews over a couple magazines so that they have like more content would be my guess at what they're trying to do there. So, What else do we have? An we epic, have epic Center. It's all right. Oh, God. What it's about have? It's about RPGs. Oh. It's Earthbound. Yeah, but like uh, Earthbound is coming. So it looks like they're going to be covering. So epic... is Mike. And so am I. They're going to be covering epic games. Like I think this might be a continuing, um, like segment. It's going to be four pages of strategies for right. our RPGs. But what I'm saying is, I think we okay. might see this in in subsequent issues. Is what I'm. Oh boy! Yay! All right, players pulse. What do we have going on? Scott Fogg from Escondido, California says, I just recently received Donkey Kong Country for my 14th B-Day. What an incredible game. You think he means the like, making of... Do you think he means bidet? Like, the thing that sprays your ass after you're done pooping? It's Can you imagine having 14 of those? Your asshole will be so clean. Oh. <laughs> so fresh and God, so you clean, can eat clean. off of it. Well, I mean, they would eat off it anyway. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's for. <laughs> I mean, like, unless you've got, like, a regular lifestyle, toilet paper will suffice. You only need the bidet if you're doing some of that fancy wow, shit. Mike is really <laughs> off of where we are, but all right. <laughs> I'm with the players. Pulse for the first letter. I think I'm synchronized no, with you're you not. guys you're not, right now. You're not synced with what we're talking about. We're talking about eating ass. Kobe, yes. tell me how and my so ass tastes. 
That's exactly what there. I'm talking about. That's what he's talking about. Uh, all right, didn't You're the one that's out of sync. Didn't seem like I it. got it. All right, okay. All right, so 14th birthday. All right. Oh, the, uh, the takes, yeah, before I, <laughs> I got to you a little story. <laughs> so the, there's an Ace Hardware near where I live, and I ha- evidently... Did you poop in the display they have toilet? One of the, no, the, my kids keep <laughs> calling, calling it about their hardware? fancy toilet. <laughs> Apparently they have a tw- like a Japanese toilet oh, there okay. that people can use that has the spray <laughs> that goes up and like, the sprays your asshole. I have that on one of my toilets. It's great. I highly recommend it. Yeah. No, nice. I spent like... 20 bucks to buy one on Amazon. It sprays mm. your butthole. It's worth it. Nice. Oh, is it, is it a delight? I wouldn't call it a delight, but it like it definitely keeps your pooper clean. <laughs> it's okay. great on like a weekend morning if you like take a big fat dump and you don't want to take a shower. <laughs> oh, yeah, when you've had one of those days where you've gone through like seven seven sweeps with the toilet paper and you're like it is not getting any yeah, cleaner what it, the fuck is wrong so, with it's, like, it's like a poop marker much, you just keep wiping it's good for you know the trips the uh, visits back home after the trip to Taco Bell right is what you're saying. well no if you've had like Chipotle <laughs> twice the day before and... <laughs> or it's just one of those okay. heavy flow days does it does it dislodge things uh it's a pretty strong jet of water well you're not gonna turn the, you're not gonna turn the pressure up that high it, 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 I mean, it's a small line, so it's the full water force of, like, the water line that goes into the toilet. So, hmm. like, I mean, it'll, it'll, yeah, I mean, yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, if you, like, put your thumb against it, then you can get, like, a nice, like, drinking fountain, like, triple pressure. A bubbler. You can just, like, you can just get it right in there so you can give yourself, like, a little mini colonic. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can, you can floss your teeth with it, too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. All right, anyways. Well, Scott assuming Fogg. it cleans like it's supposed to, yeah. <laughs> Back to Scott Fogg. He got Duncan Kong Country for his 14th birthday, or B-Day, excuse me. What an incredible <laughs> game. The making of video was really awesome. Not only did it prepare me for the game, I also watch it almost every day <laughs> to psych myself up before I play it. Oh, God. My mom even commented on how cool it was. I guess she's cool. She said that it actually looked like a gorilla, not a cartoon like previous games. For my mom to say so, it must be good. Mom's discerning. Wow. Wow. Got two mics coming up. Which one are you going to do? I'll take the first. It says, Mike Maxi from La Vista, Nevada. You want to know how to... You want to know how <laughs> you well know that's the not video Nevada, prepared... Right? It's Nebraska. What? Yeah, it's not Nevada. It's Nebraska. Uh, you want to know how well the video prepared me for DK Country? Well, I watched the video. I was expecting the best game ever made. When I played it, I realized I was wrong. It's the best game that ever will be made. Oh, he's unbelievably he, 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 oh, double down, double down. Oh. <laughs> Diddy rules. If there's one thing I could change, Pickle Rick. If, I, <laughs> if there's <laughs> one thing I would change if I could, I would make a two-player option where DK and Diddy can both play at the same time. Well, yeah, he's waiting for DK, too. Other than that, any change would be unforgivable. Sorry to burst your bubble, Mike, but we will make a game that's better than DK Country, guaranteed. Wow, actually, that's kind of debatable. Maybe it is one of the better games Nintendo ever put out, but all right. Sorry, uh, sorry, Ben. Did you guys uh, hear about the, uh, um, speaking of Pickle Rick, did you guys hear about the uh, Rick and Morty porno? (laughs) No. What? (laughs) Is it like Dick and Shorty? (laughs) No, it's it's called uh, Dick and Morty. Okay. Here, I'll play. I've got some audio queued up to play it. Oh, wow. 
This totally wasn't prepared in advance or anything. <laughs> I, I don't exactly see a line of women waiting here to bang you, you know? Dick! What up, dude? <laughs> Starring April Moon. What have you done, man? Spray me with your testicle made Szechuan sauce. <laughs> I'm pickled dick. I'm pickled dick. It doesn't sound like Beth is lonely at all. I'm Mr. Me, Sax. Look at me. Yeah, Adam. Take my bird. Between her schedule and her vagina, looks like she's completely filled up. Oh, gross. <laughs> and maybe you should take a look in the mirror. Looking swifty. Uh, <laughs> you look like shit on the floor. Oh, uh, my God. to come by. They're gross, too, Morty. Not a very good, yeah, not so a very good Rick impression, by the way. Like they could have really done. No, not very good. But I do like, you know, Mr. Meeseeks. Uh, Mr. Meeseeks. Yeah, I like. He was he was screwing uh, Beth. Yeah. As was Birdman, apparently. Mm. Not cool in the bird culture. Bird but the best part was uh, Pickle Rick was pickled dick, and he was in the form of a dildo, <laughs> a green dildo, with his face with like a superimposed super on it. Faced. That's like very. That's very topical for porno, like because that episode only came out like what two months ago. So yeah. Good for them. Yeah, they're, right. on they're on top of it. They're under it. They're side straddling it. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. We have Michael Shelby from Pensacola, Florida, writing in uh, saying, I just love Nintendo Power Index. When I looked at the front of it, I couldn't help but notice it says second edition. What happened to the first edition? I never got one. And they respond, we printed the first edition, but you're not missing anything. All the information in the first is in the second. The second just includes information on a lot more recent issues. Look for the third edition, possibly in the summer of 95. Uh, supply power supplies, super power supplies catalog. Hmm. And then we have an interesting uh, interesting sort of uh, letter here. Is that, is it? a it's a Valentine's twist. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So Lynette Ent, will you go out with me? From Jerry Robinson of Aline, Oklahoma. I'd love to get in contact with this guy and find out if I hope like I hope they're married like because if you ask someone a girl out in Nintendo Power, like you really are made for each other. Do you think he was actually trying to ask his like ear, nose, and throat doctor out? Mm, that is a, pos a high possibility based on the readership base. <laughs> All right. I'm like oh my gosh, you cleared up my sinuses so many times. I'm in love with you. <laughs> Will you go out for me? Because I don't want to leave the house. Sunshine doesn't agree with me. <laughs> My allergies. All right, Ben. All right. What else do we have? Anne Gavi from Book Brooklyn, New York, says, "I'm an adult who enjoys Game Boy. I play in the subways when I'm waiting in lines, like at the DMV, at the doctor's office, or at the bank. It keeps me from going bananas." You gotta say it Woody Allen style because she's from New York. Bananas. I can't. It keeps me from going bananas. <laughs> For example, I was recently with a group crossing the Canadian border, and we had to stand in line for an hour where they checked each of us on the computer. My People allergies. Were angry. <laughs> Not me. I'm bringing a mort. My thumbs were busy. My main use for Game Boy is in the pit. What? I'm a musician, oh. and I play at shows very often. It's the same show for three months, so during the dialogue scenes, <laughs> you, I enjoy Game Boy. Are you slipping into Down Syndrome? No, it's funny. In fact, it's at good. this point, 
I'd go crazy if I didn't have it. I wish you would create more non-violent games for adults. My husband and I hook up with Tetris who run long bus rides. We wish there were more games like Tetris we could enjoy together. Please help us keep our marriage together. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she said, they respond, like we always say, the couple that plays together stays together. All right, Ben. All right, Mike, what's next? Okay, next we got the envelope art, which we got the Animaniacs, Earthworm Jim, what appears to be the cast of Ranma 1 half, Street Fighter 2, Link's Awakening, which is really nicely done with Link uh, giving the giving the mean mug to the owl. We got that Skull Pirate from Killer Instinct, DK, Mega Man, but the, uh, the real showstopper is an envelope which is a resplendent Donkey Kong mm-hmm. holding the address to Nintendo Power while we get to see a beautiful sunset on, a, uh, on the island shore with like DK, how... with Diddy riding the shark and uh, what's her name sh- showing her coconuts? Slutty Kong. <laughs> but yeah, Titty Kong, I like yes. the way that they did that address thing with Donkey like uh, Kong holding that sign. That's He's holding well the sign. All right, what's the next letter, Mike? Okay, next letter is from Peter Vance of Tweed, Ontario. <laughs> my dad is always telling me to do something creative with my time instead of burning my eyes out in front of my super nest. I tell him that uppercutting heads and sp- Beating acid is creative enough for me, but he always gets me out of the house one way or another. But this is the good part. One weekend when we had my cousins over, I came out of the living room and bop, there he was, reading Nintendo Power. I couldn't believe it. I thought you should have a picture. That's also my cousin Stephanie, who's also an NP subscriber. (laughs) Looking in from outside? (laughs) That's awesome. Can I have it, Dad? Can I have it? Can I have it now, Dad? Fuck off. (laughs) <laughs> Ten bucks, he has an actual porno mag on the inside of that cover. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm playing with power. And speaking of things I want to play with, we have Shane Peabody. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> uh, he has like a seven, five, seven-year-old brother or whatever, like lying American Beauty style in a pile of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo Power Magazine. Nintendo Powers. <laughs> like, every time American Beauty, like, really stole it. <laughs> American Beauty ripping off Nintendo Power. Yeah, because this was ahead of that, obviously. Uh, hey, hey, we want to have this guy in love with someone that's way too young for him. Why don't we rip off the Shea Peabody pick? <laughs> <laughs> From Marino Valley, California. I thought you would like to see this color photo of my little brother. As you can see, he gets excited whenever new Nintendo Power Magazine comes, so... <laughs> uh, yeah, I mined that for everything I could. All right, uh, Ben, what else next? We have Mark Potnick uh, from Pataskala, Ohio. I think that's the name that uh, Brandon uses when he checks in. Is a Potnick in. someone that steals pot? That's like Brandon's uh, like like uh, pen name when he's checking into hotels. No, so it's, like a, Bra- it's, it's Brandon like, when he's doing beat poetry. <laughs> It's like beatnik, but for pot, pot smokers. Okay. Yeah. I am writing to ask about no, your like, coverage of Earthworm Jim. It's the Santa Claus in the in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> you old Saint Nick. The Bubba Claus. Pop it down, pop boop, it, pop boop. it down the chimney, man. <laughs> Yo, Saint Spliff, come on over here. <laughs> uh. 
Well, I'm, all right. I'm, so so all, I'm trying to ask all, about your all coverage. All of his joints are red and are red and white twisted. <laughs> Rudolph the red joint reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> On Smash, they don't actually now, ever. Now you're veering back into porno. <laughs> he's not. He doesn't ever actually uh, fly the reindeer. He just gets really high and thinks he's flying. On Smasher, <laughs> like Smasher and Pringles <laughs> and Bong. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, in all the very artistic illustrations, Jim looks like a crazed maniac. Is he actually a maniac worm? Does he not have feelings for Queen Slimy, etc.? Slug for a butt. Also, I noticed that one eye has a green iris and one doesn't. How did this happen? Did a childhood accident leave our beloved Jim irisless? If, in fact, something of that sort happened, I would like to know. Wow. And they said, according to Shiny Entertainment's Doug Tenapel, or from Jim's creator, Jim is a victim of circumstance that, when is forced in protecting his suit, causes him to become a reluctant hero and go ballistic. Under normal conditions, Jim's a pretty easygoing guy. Doug also clues Nintendo Power into what the deal is with Jim Irises by saying <laughs> it's kind of a David Bowie thing. <laughs> <laughs> so right. intentional. All right. And Mike, take us home. Cynthia Fung from Arlington, Texas writes, Why do so many games have sad parts in them? In Secret of Mana, my sister and I thought it would be the ultimate game ever made until we found out what the ending was like and what happened to the mana tree. We were totally disappointed. It's called drama, kid. It's called real life. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, this is interesting. So up next, they moved at the power charts yep. to the first half of the issue. This is awkward, but we'll do it. I'll do the Super NES uh, top five here. Okay. Number five, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Number four, Mega Man X. Number three, Super Metroid. Number two, Final Fantasy III. And number one, holding strong, is Donkey Kong Country. With a important note that Link to the Past is at 38 months. So, wow. That's right. 38 ah. months in the chart. Holding strong number five. All right, Mike. What's the Game Boy top five? All right. The Game Boy, we got NBA Jam at number five. Kirby's Dreamland at number four. Number three, Donkey Kong Land. Number two, Wario Land. And number one, Donkey Kong. That's such a weird game to be number one. Uh, and nobody cares about epics. So. Fuck. Alright. Oh, Final right. Fantasy 3, Legend of Zelda, Secret of Mana, Illusion of Gaia, and Breath of Fire are their top five epics. Yay. So they're kind of, they're kind of going right. like old school when people would argue about on the basketball court. Like, who's the best power forward of all time? They're, they're going by. So. Okay. First feature game is NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Yeah. So they're kind of telling us about the differences between original Jam Tournament Edition. They have 122 players versus 54. You can get there's three plus players per team versus two. Uh, there's eight player stats instead of four. You, you can play teams can play selves. Oh, against themselves. Yeah. Injury stats and battery back memory. So versus the original. playing this game made me realize that like when I played NBA Jam, I played this edition as a kid. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah. Um I don't really think it's like a great step up though. Like all you like Ben was saying, all you really gain is that you can substitute one player. Like so each team has three players, so you have to like kind of juggle like who's tired. Like each quarter you you change, or maybe it's at the half. You, you like pick which of two of the three of on your team you're going to use, um, and 
yeah, you can play like the Bulls can play the Bulls. That's like the only real things they changed. So they added one more Ooh. one more player per team, and uh, like teams can play themselves. Other than that, it's the same game. Like there's nothing there's nothing like new animations added or anything special. Well, I'll tell you one thing: they don't add new presidents you can play. Uh, Come on, Nixon. <laughs> yeah, they are. They added a bunch of uh, all. All of the uh, hidden characters are basically in here. We'll go through those in a minute. Right, but um, like, yeah. I will tell you, they did one thing to the to the uh, to change the game for the worse, in my opinion. So in the original one, if someone is uh, up in the air trying to shoot a basket, you can still push them over, and they hilariously like fly over, and their the ball flies out their hands, right? But uh, Terminal Edition, when they're already in the air, jumping up for a jump shot, even if you try to push them, they won't fall down. Right. Boo. So it's even less fun. Yep. So I go, I'm an OG fan. All right, let's go through the uh, N- jam codes. To tell us what uh, famous people we could play as. Got uh, Larry Bird, obviously from the Boston Celtics. Who is Carol Blazkowski? She is... The, I just looked this up. A prof- <laughs> That's Brendan's wife. <laughs> professional <laughs> women's basketball player and former president and general manager of New York Liberty. I'm trying to figure out why she is in this game, though. Got the I Bulls like the mascot. Um, I really, she which, was on the American Olympics team, but like in 1980, <laughs> which didn't go to the... That was the one the U.S. was like held out of <laughs> so nice i really don't get why she's in this game i mean like she's a obvious like she has gold medals and stuff like hmm. but i mean it doesn't seem like particularly because her name is blaze kowski yeah. i think that's, that's the it. fucking name man that's awesome but you do she, apparently she's good at shooting three pointers in the game and you also have larry bird as an unlockable which is that's kind of cool and finishing off a bag of chips while while watching spongebob yeah <laughs> got uh the well, Bulls mascot, Benny which the just Bull. like the cover. Benny the Bull, the best mascot in sports. Just like the cover, it's it's just the head, and the rest of it's a human body. Same with the Hornets mascot, which is in here. The, uh, the Timberwolves T- mascot. Yep, which really got, looks like a raccoon. You've got the Suns gorilla, which is the most ra- racist mascot in sports, in sports <laughs> for sure. Tell a story. Tell a story. What story? Yoda. What? Oh, you went yeah, to the game. Yeah, what happened? You don't remember this? I remember going okay. to the game. All right. So John and I went to a Suns game <laughs> not that long ago, and it was for whatever reason it was Star Wars oh, that's night. Right. Yeah, I didn't yeah, plan yeah. on it. it. Happened to be Star Wars night, right? Mm. It was for, before the Force. It was right before the Force Awakens came out, and it was great. This they had was, all like no, this the, was well before that. This was like, but yeah, no, Phantom it was right Menace. before. No. no, it was right before when Force Awakens all right, opened. Okay, it seems like longer than that, but all right. It's not that long ago. <laughs> anyway, so they had all the cheerleaders out there in Princess Leia outfits. Not Slave Leia, I know. <laughs> it's the, from the original one. Still a nice show. Uh, and uh, anyways, you want to pick it up from there? I don't remember. Like, I really don't. You don't remember this? All right, fine. I'll tell it then. So we're, we're sitting there, and occasionally they'll have, like, you know, in between when there's ad breaks and whatnot. Right. They'll have these little, like, game show type things. So they have this host... Usually just this guy with a big afro, you know, going around, hey, kind of like Chris Rock. Yeah, and he'll, like, uh, try to pump the crowd hey, up with, like, you know, we're going to do the... trivia or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. going to do some trivia, blah, blah, blah. So all I could see, I was sitting, you know, we're sitting across 
the you know the rink from where uh, <laughs> this is taking place, and all I can see is like um, Yoda ears <laughs> on <laughs> something that appears to be like extremely racist. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was the mascot wearing Yoda ears. Okay. It's <laughs> like this. Holy sh! Because I thought it was like, uh, I was like, is Yoda in blackface? <laughs> that's the. I'm like, oh my god, that's racist. Turn to Yoda the blackface that I have. <laughs> and then John's like, no, that's the gorilla. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Okay, like I do going back kind now. of remember that, but like, wow. Yeah. Uh, what is this NBA rookies team? Uh oh, before that? I don't know. The after? rookie team is talking to the bottom of the second column of the team's Western Conference. The freshmen present more of a challenge because their numbers tend to be lower. So these are like brand new people. Wow. I mean, there's a good like so you've got you you can you got you Jason can, Kidd? Yeah, you've got Jason Kidd. Uh, Eric Montross, <laughs> but you've got Derek Rose, you've got um, Grant Hill, um, yeah, like there's a couple pretty good players in here. Katino Mobley is in this, so yeah, hmm. I mean there's some decent pairings of uh, players here that you can get. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, you got like Kemp, Shemp, and Hemp. Oh, is Eric? Mm-hmm. Is uh, is Kemp in here? Yeah, right no, over. No, you're looking at the. You're looking at. Freaking, God damn it, Mike! You're looking at um, Seattle. It's shrimp. It's a Detlef shrimp. And Gary. As Payton. long as it's not Shkreli. Yeah, it's Peter Shkreli. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, All right. So yeah, I mean. It's then NBA. they got pictures yeah. of the. All the players and stuff. The iguana. Uh, they got the uh, guys who made the game Iguana and Williams guys. Jay Moon the was developers. fucking awesome, by the way, in that game. <laughs> the guy does not own a van. <laughs> we'll be shocked. Well, they got Rodman here, but he's got the silver hair. I want Team Mustache. I want Sean Liptak and Jay Moon on one team. <laughs> if you can, if you can trade, if you can trade Carl Malone to make it the power pack, there you go. <laughs> Carl Malone. Come alone, come alone. 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 Come Oh, they the have the, based on the, the movie, The Mask video game, mm-hmm. No Fear Racing, Dirt Track FX, and they also talk about the N64, or the new 64. <laughs> so the Donkey Kong if you look looks at like the he, mask. A, he looks like he has a penis coming out of that. If you look at the... <laughs> what? Look at the Donkey Kong, like the Diddy Kong. Like, the picture? Yeah, he's staying on top of a hut, but like... <laughs> It looks like he's got like a Pinocchio dick. (laughs) You look at the mask and it looks like he's jerking off the cop. Or the Uh, mechanic or whatever that is. Oh, that is wrong. That is wrong. That's like a hand job from like the Rock'em Sock'em Robots or something. (laughs) My favorite favorite, like adult joke from that movie 
is like at one point the mask gets like cornered in an alleyway and he's like emptying his pockets for some reason mm. and he's trying to find a balloon and <laughs> he's like, he pulls yeah. out a condom instead and he goes oh wrong pocket <laughs> <laughs> Cameron Diaz is fucking smoking hot in that movie oh, anyway. oh yeah it's oh. yeah it's it's hard to believe now looking back you're like oh my gosh you know yeah alright I know she was like she was like primed to be the next Marilyn, at least in that movie. <laughs> all right, what's up? Who did Metal Warriors? I did. Not me. What? I did. Mike. Oh, okay. Mike. Been, been talked over. All right, Mike. What's going on with Metal Warriors? Uh, well, let's talk about the game first, and in my opinion, this yeah. is a uh, talk about. Soldiers of the future facing off, they wear powerful mechanized armor that gives them superhuman strength. No mere mortals, they are metal warriors. And essentially you're jumping around in a uh, mobile Gundam suit, which has like a sword and a uh, gun. And uh, depending on the power-ups you get, you can also shoot rockets or uh, cling to the ceiling with a gravity inverter. So what kind of game is and it? You, is it a fighting game, or are you uh, side-scrolling? Platformer, like, looks like. Yeah, it's like a side-scrolling platformer with a robot suit that can fly. Okay, so it's kind of like Metroid, but like more Gungamy. Not Metroid in the, what I've seen, where you have to like collect items to uh, open your progress. It's just like a platform. You have to go all the way to the right. Okay. Sometimes you go up, sometimes you go down, and sometimes you get blown up. It's a it's a fun game. It's not like a great game, but it's not awful. It it does what it's it does what it looks like you see here. How's you the fire controls? rockets through ports, and you uh, you have a neat shield that can mitigate damage. Meat shield, huh? <laughs> and like the the hard part about the game is that there's these tiny little fuckers. Like if you look at mission one, you'll okay. see uh, a space armor suit. Okay. And next to it is a, a little a little guy. This place is filled with these little guys, and they they must have fucking rocket launchers because they're hard to hit, but they hurt you bad. Like you cannot ignore these guys, okay. despite the fact that you will also be fighting bots as big as you. Hmm. How's the controls? The controls, I like them. They don't. Uh, they don't. St- Dick, they don't feel like like you don't know what you're doing. Like you you pers- like you can figure it out on your own very easily. It's I, a very forgiving game. I like them. It is kind of helpful, but like yeah, I was looking for more like you know. Are, yeah. If <laughs> you know if you I mean. had to pick someone to be your meat shield <laughs> in a hostage situation, would you ha- would you pick a dog, a baby? Or a teenager with Downs. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'd go with the Downs kids just because he's got like more coverage. <laughs> I think Very good. I think I'd go with a baby because who's gonna shoot a baby? Mm. They might they might like be able to rationalize a dog. And like I mean I mean Downs kid they shouldn't rationalize that either. But I just feel like they're more likely to rationalize not shooting a baby. So mm. And plus, you know, if you want to disarm him, you can throw the baby at him. So you got that. <laughs> you just throw a baby? <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. If you, well, think about it. If you, if you want to get in this guy's head, he'd be like, "Who the fuck throws a baby? You just turn it around, and you've got the power." If you want a weapon, you can throw the dog at them. Yeah, but it's, if it's not your dog, it's probably just gonna like 
It's going to freak out and run away. Yeah. What's a baby going to do? It's just going to sit there and fall on the floor. Yeah, baby will, like, dent its head <laughs> and, like, just fall there. At least it'll stay in place where you can pick it up and use it again. The dog's going to run oh. away. <laughs> You're going to eat that? <laughs> this, is a terrible, this is a terrible game. It's a terrible idea. I immediately regret the decision. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. To the uh, po- center poster here for a game coming up for your Super Nintendo from Playmates. We have Deep Space Nine from Star Trek. Hmm. This is all the first season. I, always, I, always, I, I know Worf was on Deep Space Nine. He for was a while, not, and he's not yeah. on this poster. Yeah. But they have the <coughs> engineer guy is still there, the really boring. O'Brien. Yeah. Yeah. And they have the doctor there, the the guy that used to, went on to play in Voyager. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a Ferengi. I don't know. I didn't watch a ton of Deep Space Nine. I do no, like Deep Space Nine, but I like uh, uh, for what's his name, like Sadiq or the guy that plays the doctor. He uh, he's now playing Rachel Ghoul in Gotham. Oh, it's pretty good. Speaking of things that aren't good, uh, Epic Captain Center. Cisco is the—he's the baddest ass to Starfleet commander ever. He is a good. They, they did do a good job with Cisco. Was probably one of the better like main characters of all. Of them. Yeah, I mean he's stuck in the asshole of space next to a wormhole <laughs> where who knows what the fuck is going to come out of there. He's got shape shifting, dominating overlords, and that's on the other side of the gate. On his side of the gate, <laughs> he's got these weird energy god things on the fucking planet he's trying to babysit. This guy had his hands full and he kept cool like a motherfucker. Props to this guy. I still Props. think Patrick Stewart was like under stress Patrick Stewart is more interesting. But mm. um yeah, no, he like just as a personality, he's probably like the coolest of the um yeah. captains. Have you guys seen the new Star Trek show? Uh, they're putting it behind a fucking paywall they can screw themselves. I'm sorry. Uh internet. Oh. Yeah, I don't pay for that anyways. I know, but like just out of <laughs> out of like principle, go fuck yourselves. I have been watching the Orville. Well, that's why you should steal That's why you steal it from them. I have yeah, been watching good. the Orville show though. Like I watched the first few episodes. Oh. It's pretty awful. It's pretty good actually. I'll, uh, yeah. I don't know. They're doing a decent job with it. So Ben, have you seen uh, the Discovery show? Yeah, I've seen the first two uh, episodes. I heard the Klingons look fucked up. What's up with that? Yeah, they're under a ton of makeup. It looks really hard for anybody to act under it. How is it as a show, though? Like, it, it's it's a, is it going like Roddenberry verse, uh, Abrams verse, or is it going to be like fuck you? We're doing a third universe. I think it's Roddenberry verse, but uh, they're still taking like a modern, uh, you know, st- stylistically, it still looks pretty modern. It doesn't look like, you know, it's supposed to be before Enterprise or whatever, but it still looks very modern. Wait, so before the show Enterprise or the Picard Enterprise? Uh, before the Picard, not Picard Enterprise. Before, uh, yeah, before Picard Enterprise. So it's after the show Enterprise? I don't know. The original Why do they do the past? <laughs> I'm not a big Trekkie. I Why like the fuck do the they show. do the past? I'm tired of watching prequel shit. Show me what happens in the 25th century. Show me time travel. They talked <laughs> about time ships. Mike Show went, me that. Mike went full Conry there. Century. <laughs> <laughs> shit down. A shit slotted spoon. <laughs> 
right. I don't know what to tell you. It, it seems good from the two, first two episodes, but it seems also like they spent a, a shitload of money on the pilot, which they split into the first two episodes. A shitload of money. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> All right, Epic Center. What do we have going Kiki? on? Kiki, man talk. <laughs> Just like a wop. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> ah, brings your knife to a gunfight. <laughs> Just like a wop. I thought it was coming uh, in the back door like a wop. No, I we watched it. I was wrong. Uh. <sighs> brings your knife to a gunfight. So, okay, Epic Center. We got a new source for adventure games. We have something that looks like Breath of Fire. Uh, don't know what it is, though. Maybe it's Ogre Battle? I thought that was a side-scroller. It's Ogre Battle. <laughs> Ogre Battle is, an, is a, uh, it's an isometric RPG? Uh, I don't know. It says Ogre Battle right here. I just wanted to make sure it was relating to that and not the uh, other screenshot we have of what seems to be the Starbucks lady over a knight and Ultraman. <laughs> well, 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 there's a picture of a vagina in a sun. The Starbucks lady. There are 12 known storylines and 10 known endings. And six references in this picture. This is Asian. None of them are happy. <laughs> Oh, uh, those poor kids over there, they got to take school before school and then school after school. They and they got to clean up their school. school program. Yeah, and then they get put on, like, duty to, to clean their school on, like, the weekends. No wonder they all commit suicide. God damn it. All right. <laughs> yeah. They, that's how they separate the weak from the chaff. <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah, Ogre Battle's coming, and then what, we've got King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. This, uh, looks... something. Not quite <laughs> that, sure. That's super helpful. Uh, I'm sure we'll have coverage of it, but this is done, like, in the... It's kind it's of... It's the first adventure RPG for Enix produced outside of Japan. I so am not impressed with these life bars. God, the littlest things set Mike off, but all right. They're, they're hideous. Look at them. Yes, this game's in it's development. It's based on a cartoon called Knights of Justice. Oh. Hmm. Hard days and harder nights, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so Arthur and two of the 12 Excalibur. knights head out I barely with even a basic know quest <laughs> that has been given to Merlin. Uh, they will learn other tasks they must perform. Mm. Nothing is free in Arthurian England. If you meet a character, chances are you'll have to prove your worthiness to him or, or her by performing a task. Hmm. All right, and then we have some... It's not a review of Earthbound, but there's a Preview. lot of stuff in here. I don't know... Oh, I love this. It's shaped like a tabloid. Yeah, they don't have tabloid the stuff. Inquirer. Meteorite Herald's alien invasion. We got a picture of Stonehenge and then a picture of a galaxy. And it talks about Earthbound stunning the civilized world with a shocking play value and free pizza delivery. <laughs> and then we've got the starting menu. We got the starting screen that's saying, like, Gig Strikes Back. Even though in the North American version, when it was finally finished, it said Gigas Strikes hmm. Back. So yeah, this is preview coverage. It's not officially a review, but they have a lot of coverage in here. So oh, loving this mm -hmm. shape, like, and it's completely like a tabloid from front to from the start to the end. It's That's pretty amazing. cool. Amazing. Hmm. 
So yeah, they have coverage on Ness, what his family, the makeup of his family is. And they even have these weird models. Like, I think it's plasticine or uh, yeah, like wooden models. Clay. Yeah. I think it's it could be clay. Anyway, yeah, they've there's a lot of work put into this. This is really cool. They introduce they kinda... each of the characters, like Ness, mm-hmm. the uh, Paula, the family. A boy named, boys. boy named Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> they misspelled it, because I think they actually spelled it P-O-O. Yeah, you can see it in the screenshot. Yeah. His name is actually spelled with two O's instead of the U. <laughs> yeah, so this is And then we've got cool. the, uh, the Blues Brothers. Yeah, the Runaway Bros, for, you know, copyright reasons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got a mustache this time. I see. That's how he's different. <laughs> <laughs> and then what else? Uh... In a move that's sure to offend millions of gamers, Nintendo has thrown out the book on RPGs and replaced fantasy with reality and dozens of other cheap ploys and weird innovations. Oh, yeah, it's an RPG in modern day. Like, that's forget funny. about the fantasy bullshit. It's like you uh, you talk to your dad with a telephone, and it's like it really shows, like, the, uh, the Japanese take on their work ethic because you never meet Ness's father. You only talk to him on the phone because he's always at work. <laughs> You can get a pizza delivered to you wherever you are in any time or space. So that's interesting. Mm. Yeah. This is pretty cool. Okay, so I guess we'll go over the game, actual game later. Yeah. We also get to see awesome enemies, like just a whole collection of these fantastic creatures here. Yeah, we've got dinosaurs, shark games, starmen, blobs, big mouths, gas pumps... <laughs> yeah, this game is it's a weird game, but you know, this is a fun this is fun coverage of it. Um and then we have never played it. <laughs> it's well, now we know what to when they do cover it, now we know what to throw Ben's way. Oh, oh man. I don't think you would ever finish Earthbound. That's like a No, well, that's like, not happening. That's well, like you don't have to, but at least play the first five minutes, like, got it. Yeah, play it for like an hour. <laughs> five minutes, yes. <laughs> All right, and then we have some Final Five Fantasy. Five minutes, you won't even get past the introduction. We have the Final Fantasy three coverage. Was this Final <laughs> Fantasy three or is this like yes? Final oh, Fantasy God. three. No, we're not going over more Final Fantasy three. I just complained about this. Oh, we have love this. Some game called Uncharted Waters: New Horizons. Yeah, uh, the year is fifteen twenty two, and the Golden Age of exploration has just begun. So it's kind of so like it's kind of like shit. Sid Meier's. Pirates. Minus Pirates, mm-hmm. but not as good, I'm sure. Breath. Breath of Fire, an RPG I've heard of. It's me after I drink a bunch of tequila. <laughs> or you do the Cinnamon Challenge. Mm. This is, yeah, Breath of Fire is one of Capcom's uh, good RPG series. It lasted for about six installments. Yep. And then it's kind of... There's like, a lot of, time. like, this. if you actually like RPGs, this is worth checking. There's a lot of stats and... Mm-hmm. Like this is really pretty in depth here. Too much, yeah. Too much to too talk much. about, but like, there's just a lot here. There's a lot of breakdown of bite and magic. How to get through that? So, yeah. If you're yeah. an RPG Th- person, this is where <laughs> this is where even I'm like, I, I might magic. Uh, yeah, too much reading. So, all right, ignition okay. factor. What what do we have going on, Mike? I played this game. You play a firefighter. <laughs> Sounds awesome, but it's not all about crushing pussy. You actually have to <laughs> stop fires. Yeah, like, I really expected like half of my. I, I expected like during between stages that you'd be like modeling for charity calendars, but no. So you go into burning buildings and you uh, 
you have like an inventory system. Like they throw some RPG elements into this, and the uh, entire interface is drag. It's like it's like a, a cursor, hmm. but with the D-pad, which is always a good time. Oh yes, right. And for some fucked up reason, you even like choose where you park the fire truck before you even go in. The <laughs> Uh, but you don't drive the truck. You just have to point to an area on the on the overhead on a picture of the building and decide like I will be parking here. Hmm. <laughs> and you don't get to see the truck. You just select an arrow and then you start the, the game, I guess, in a different location. Which, you know, whoop the fucking do. And then for your equipment, you can't you can only carry like or you like use two items at a time. Hmm. And they make you drag and drop yeah, with the D-pad, because fuck you, they make you drag and drop these items that you're going to be carrying, and you can carry more than two items, but then you can't run or kick. So, again, like, why would you be kicking? I guess it would be to open doors, but why would you need to kick a door when you have an axe? But apparently you can crab walk using the shoulder pad. <laughs> what? It's on like bottom 49. Run. It says, To see hidden flames, hold L or R to crab walk to the left or right while still facing forward. This this technique is good for fighting a wall of fire. I don't. Is the crab walk that walk you do when, like, you run out of toilet paper after you take that shit? It's, it's and the... And you have to, like, try and find toilet paper? I think it's like the Zoidberg shuffle. When you shuffle. dart into the hallway to get the, to get the TP rolls. <laughs> yes. Fight fire? Why not Zoidberg? <laughs> 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 Alright, so not not that playable, Mike, is your take? Oh, we haven't even got to the best part is fighting the actual fires. Okay. You have a, a fire extinguisher which sprays like a like a stream in front of you, and the hit detection is so terrible that even when you create a path for yourself by like walking forward and pressing the button, you will not like you will still get bounced back with fire. Like, you will, like, literally go back about a, a third of the screen while on fire, falling backwards. He's on fire! So, <laughs> so you have to, like, clear out three squares of fire. Jams it in! <laughs> yeah, you have to clear out three squares of fire so that your fire so that it's like, you don't end up in an operation scenario where it's like, oh, you touched the side, fuck you. Kaboom! So, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a better firefighting game than this, but this ain't it. I did. I, th I think I mentioned to you on Messenger, there was a game that was never released in the U.S., I believe it was by Atlas, called uh, Firemen, and it's a pretty fun sort of arcade type game where you uh, can switch between either a guy with a hatchet or a guy with a portable um, a a water cannon. I think I... I think I played that game, and I was definitely... That's what I was expecting when I played this game, yep. and I, that's when I realized it is not that game. You get to play, like, fight against living fire and robots flinging fire at you and all kinds of crazy shit. So you're, <laughs> so you're fighting fire terrorists who are yes. sending firebots into buildings. Magical fires. And it's all, like, sort of Japanese cutscenes and, you know, conversation, that kind of thing. It's fun. <laughs> your la your last boss is far aiming mo. <laughs> it could be. I haven't gotten that far in it, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Next game. Hmm. Sure. Next Who game is one? Speedy Gonzalez, Los Gatos Banditos. That means which in the Spanish means 
The Gatos Banditos. <laughs> the Bandit Cats. The Bandit Cats, yes. First, some trivia. Did you know that the Looney Tunes theme song which is... Yeah, the merry-go-round broke God damn you. I was <laughs> gave away my trivia. Oh. Son of a bitch. Yeah, oh, I know all the trivia about old, uh, you know, old old cartoons. Yeah, don't ever challenge Mike on, like, weird. I wasn't scared. asking him. I was telling our audience. But never mind. Oh, you ruined it you, now. Oh, I thought you were leading up to... I thought it was leading to something. I didn't know that was it. Sorry. That was it. You ruined the punchline. <laughs> All right, so it is a platformer game that attempts to be like uh, Super Mario World. It's got the same kind of overworld you can okay. see on the top of page 51 there. And uh, it is a bit of a poor man's uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, so, I can see that. That would make sense with Speedy <laughs> Gonzalez, right? Yeah, he, once he gets going a little bit, his, his feet tar- start to spin. It's like Sonic's non-unionized Mexican equivalent. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> It's just kind of a it's just kind of a mediocre platformer. He's a more it prominent. Seems rodent. like it's made for kids, but it's actually very unforgiving uh, of mistakes. And um, God, so many of these games like of this era really fall into that. Yeah. Like, oh, we made it for kids, but like it, they like. <laughs> I don't you know. can't get past the first level. Right. Though. It's like what the fuck? We made it for kids that we hate. Uh. <laughs> right. It's very extremely punishing. So saving uh, saving mice is the objective. You're supposed to go around the leech level and find mice, and that's really cute when you do, because they all play a sound clip that says "Gracias." <laughs> and uh, I don't remember this from the cartoons, but in the game, Speedy's always holding his hands out in front of him, like straight when he's running. Please tell me Trump's the final boss. <laughs> First, you have to get past the wall. And the most confusing part is uh, it, the game doesn't seem to care if you've rescued all the mice or not in the level. Even though it says in the loading screen, you uh, must like, rescue eight mice or whatever, you can get by without rescuing any of them. Mm. <laughs> Fuck them. So, I don't know what the purpose of that is. He's only 12 of my sisters. I got more. <laughs> <laughs> he can't count more than so one. <laughs> oh. Juan. No, I'm Juan. No, Juan. <laughs> uh, no mouse, no mouse. <laughs> no mouse? What? <laughs> no mouse. All right. Hmm. So they, did they bring Speedy back? I think I know. He was I know like there was like a, there, there was a whatever, thing right? about it, but then like Mexicans were like, "No, we kind of like him." Is is what I kind of heard. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's like, what I heard too. Yeah, Speedy's not doing anything racist. Well, no, they're oh like, God. no, he is racist. Like it's if you watch he's any, made, of, he's written by racists, but if, he's not racist. Himself. If you watch any of these old Looney Tunes now, they <clears> have a thing that plays before it. It's like. Mm. From um, Warner Brothers. Okay, hold on, they have a they have a character. They have a character here called Slowpoke Rodriguez. Oh Jesus, <laughs> is that his arch nemesis? <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, like they have a thing that plays before all these cartoons that says like we at Warner Brothers like present these cartoons in their entirety. They're of an era and have opinions that are not acceptable today. But we think to like to not play them would be to not acknowledge that this is the way that that people used to think and like we're better now 
Well, no, it, I'll find. All right, I'll, I'll go find the wording because it's actually pretty interesting. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, like. So yeah, they. I think they brought him back uh, recently. Yeah, because they had <laughs> stuff as recent as 2015. Fred Armisen voiced him apparently. All right, here's yeah, the Warner yeah, Brothers. He was on the Looney Tunes Hour. Was he in like Bugs Bunny's Gardener? Here's the actual wording they have in front of all these cartoons now. It says, these, The cartoons you're about to see are products of their time. They may depict some of the ethnic and racial prejudices that were commonplace in American society. These depictions were wrong then and are wrong today. While the following does not represent the Warner Brothers' view of today's society, these cartoons are being presented as they were originally created because to do, other size, to do otherwise would be the same as claiming these prejudices never existed. So... They play that okay. before all these cartoons now, which is so. Car- cartoon Network shelved Speedy's films, and they gave right game rights to broadcast them in 1999. Mm. And uh, when they got asked about, it, they said it hasn't been on the air for years because of its ethnic stereotypes. However, it remained a popular character in Latin America. The Hispanic American Rights Organization, League of United Latin American Citizens, called Speedy a cultural icon, and thousands of users registered their support of the character on the HispanicOnline.com message boards. Hmm. And fan campaigns put Speedy back on the air, resulted in the return of the animated shorts to Cartoon Network in 2002. I mean, his stuff is pretty fun. I mean, like, yes, it's racist, but it's still funny. Like... Oh, I love that episode when he crosses the American border and he starts becoming a drug lord. Jesus Christ. Cultural theorist. First you you get the cash, then you get the cheese, then you get the power. Okay, so here's some theories about the origin of the name. Mexican-American tennis great Pancho Gonzalez was at the peak of his fame in the years coming up to Speedy's first appearance. And in one cartoon, Speedy is seen playing tennis with himself. Hmm. Cultural theorist William Narico states that the name may have been derived from one of the jokes about a Mexican man named Speedy Gonzalez, either because of his premature ejaculation <laughs> or of his ability to grab a, a quickly grab a chance for copulation through the name of the character was not intended to be derogatory. Wait, wow. so it was a Mexican porn star? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'm uh, just reading Wikipedia. Anyway. <laughs> it's him him and Turbo Rodriguez are gonna be double teaming a Latina girl. Arriba, arriba. All right. Next game. Easy Maria. Next game. <laughs> okay. Tom Gear 3000. Who played this? I did. Back when I was a kid. <laughs> you didn't play this in prep? Come I on now. I played it as a kid. I remember this game. Okay. It's a shittier ver- like so it's basically Top Gear but they like somehow put in this sort of there's like an afterburner sort of thing on every car and like then instead of going around the world there's just tracks that are labeled as different like planets, but it's, it's really that's why there's a solar system for yeah. a racing game. Yeah, it's really weird. Oh it's it's gosh. not it's not very like there's nothing really great about it. Unfortunately, you can you can sort of pick tire compounds and things like that, but it's just Top Gear. But the music isn't as good as the other games, and you know there's sort of like not that much. I don't know. It just feels kind of sluggish. It doesn't feel like they've updated it that much, and the music got worse. So, like, I just got kind of frustrated. Oh, with speaking it. of terrible music, uh, that ignition factor thing—you mm. hear the mm. you hear the fire alarm in the level constantly. <laughs> you think being the fire oh, department, you wow. got there, you can turn it off now. Wow, We're here. That is horrific. That's like forever living with a you know a dead battery in a fire, oh, in like a smoke detector. The beep <laughs> beep. Three in the morning. 
you know. There was a Friends episode with it, right? Where they, like, go freaking medieval on their their uh, smoke detector because it's beeping. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You can just take the battery out. <laughs> Not a big deal. Anyways. All right. Next game is uh, Tetris and Dr. Mario, which is being presented again on the Super NES. Yeah. It's Tetris and Dr. Mario. Like, there's nothing new about it. <laughs> <laughs> there is an interesting mixed match section. It looks like uh, mixed match puts together a great challenge for both Tetris and Dr. Mario fans alike. You can set up your own challenge match with a friend and see who's the best all-around player. Yeah. So it's kind of oh I see. So you can play one person has can have Dr. Mario on yeah. the side and the other person can have Tetris on the other side, which isn't very interesting at all when so you think you, about it. So you switch levels between Dr. Mario and Tetris. Okay. Uh, that would be like one guy's playing Tetris, the other guy's playing Dr. Mario. That would have been well, it would have been different anyway. Right. All right, let's go through classified information and then uh, take a break. Yep. Sure. Okay, classified information, you can on Killer Instinct. There's a speed up code to make your character speed even faster. In uh, Pitfall, there you can play through the original Pitfall, a classic Pitfall. And you can do that straight from the start screen, which is probably the best part of the game. Uh, <laughs> then you have the tick. You can do a stage select. Spoon! Spoon! <laughs> uh, Chen's Revenge. <laughs> and when she moves back from Brooklyn and proceeds to give Dan shit. She didn't go to Brooklyn. She went to like New Hampshire, but yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I thought it was Boston, actually, now I think about it. Yeah. Well, it was Boston. It was like north of Boston. Oh, okay. They had something called a special game. Uh, it just means you, player two takes control of it. It's really weird. Yeah. The player Let's two controls here. the boss. Wow. You can and then Samurai, Samurai Showdown. You can play as one of the bosses in it. You can unlock the Panthers and Jaguars in Madden '95. Clay Fighter Two Judgment Day. You can unlock secret characters, and there's so many of them. I don't know why. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. Holy crap! They're just that's... color swaps of the regular characters. Oh. You know, like Noob Sabot in Mortal Kombat. It's just like, oh, great, green, or like black, black reptile, great. Okay. Okay. And there's some NBA Jam Game Boy codes. God, that game looks bad. Oh, my God. That looks bad. Is Frankenstein, yeah. in, the, is Frankenstein in the lineup? Well, I mean, in its defense, you can't, it, it, it's, uh, the animation is really smooth. <laughs> in this defense. Because there's nothing to animate. Oh, all right. It's very simple. All right. Let's go ahead and take a break. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you want to check out more, please go to our website, playonpowerpodcast.com. Reach out. We've got a Patreon. <laughs> We've got a Patreon account if you'd like to support the show and help us pay for hosting, patreon.com slash playingwithpower. And if you want to reach out to us and touch us, uh, Facebook is the best way to search for Playing With Power Podcast. Mike, what do you got? Well, if you Halloween is coming, so if you want to, and enjoy so some, is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So if you want to enjoy some spooky banter, we'll be releasing. Some uh, uh, we we'll ejaculating all kinds of horror all over you. <laughs>
Yep, so we'll be uh, doing our Halloween extravaganza. We'll, we'll be talking about our favorite Halloween TV specials, TV episodes, and uh, music, you stuff like a, that. You should do a top five, like, or, yeah, top five, like, horror movie countdown. Mm, well, we did something like that already for our Patreon, where we talked about our favorite horror, like, genres, like favorite space horrors, uh, like supernatural horrors, thriller horrors. Okay. How about, like, best horror tits scene? Well, we got to save something for the next episode, man. Come on. Oh, I see. <laughs> we don't want to blow our wad early. Just throw out some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's The Graveyard Shift. Facebook.com slash The Graveyard Shift Pod. Check out our uh, 31 Days of Halloween Facebook posts. And there you can also recommend movies for us to watch. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 On that note, thanks for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now.